the fun stuff we had so far. Yesterday we started the year with books and toys. We dived into the bookshelf and the toy chest. Today we have another couple videos. We're starting the morning with some home decor. So all of you home buffs, you're gonna to wanna to stick around for this. And later today, if you're into business and soda, you're gonna to wanna to stick around and hear that. Without further ado, let's start. Now. Hello everybody, my name is Rob. This is Everyday Heroes under the official Rob Glasser Network. <sighs> Excuse me. You can find... <coughs> okay, I think I'm good. <coughs> okay, you can find us on YouTube and Twitch daily for our videos. We're also on Discord where we chat about all sorts of cool stuff related to this as well. <coughs> and we are on Post.News, a more friendly social media space. We'll see what happens there. All the information will be posted in the description with our link tree. You'll be able to find everything there. While you're there, might as well hit subscribe if you don't mind. We'd love to get the chance to uh, make your day that much better. And today we're going to do so with your home. One thing that people are always discussing, at least on the shows I watch and the research I do, is how to make your space inviting. So, and I totally... Add the thing up. All right, so inviting spaces give you, as the homeowner or your family, a place to feel comfortable and at home. It's a way for you to actually, you know, I guess enjoy the time you have. So there it is. So what are ways you can do to make an inviting space? Well, according to juddbuilders.com, a company that deals with homes, they have a few suggestions. We're gonna go over some of them. So, starting off at the beginning, they say right from the entrance, you wanna make sure that your home looks like it's something that people want to ooh and ah, and maybe Instagram over, right? Your entryway is the first thing that you and others will see, so why not spend some time with mirrors, pictures, maybe even a piece of furniture or two. We have a, uh, a, a little table near the door, kind of drop your stuff when you come in, <coughs> use it for purses, wallets, shoes, all that good stuff. Some of the other things they recommend is using textiles and textures that we're actually gonna go over later by using anything from carpets, wood, or other soft materials to things like blankets and pillows, which are also very soft materials. Keep your seating, as they call it, intimate and accessible. So it doesn't have to look like a chair, but it's gotta be useful if you have to have some extra seating. We have stools and we have other little kind of storage devices that for theoretical purposes can double as a place to sit, put your feet up, all that good stuff. Lastly, that we're gonna go over on this one is put amazing smells on display. So if you're a baker, bake those cookies. If you're like us, get some flowers in the house. Um, things like, I think, tulips and lilies. Uh, roses, I don't know. I think some uh, species of roses give off a scent. Um, others, more decorative. Or just do with those little la those scented um, uh, little cones you can put around the home. We love lavender, so we use the lavender stuff. We also have one that has cinnamon. Loves the, the, 
Currently, I don't love the taste of it as much as I thought, but I love the smell of cinnamon. So those are little things you can do, but really to make your space inviting as you'd like it to be, put together things first and foremost that you like, because this is your home. So give yourself things that you enjoy looking at. As you can tell in my office, I love my nerd. So I go all out with decor. You might be in a business where you have to have more, you know, generic or, you know, geometric stuff. You can find so many things, <laughs> excuse me, even on Etsy, for instance, if you want to shop small, we always say shop small, help those mom and pop shops. And they make adorable, awesome, and really good looking shelving, bookshelves, decor. Let's say you just want general pieces of art like scenery or trees. You can find it anywhere. It's up to you because it's your room, your office, your space. It doesn't matter. As my wife pointed out, because I was putting together all of our, um, you know, show and tells today, we have a lot of the stuff we're going to talk about in multiple rooms. So really, it doesn't matter. And if you put it somewhere and a week or two later, you go, nah, you know, pick it up. The things we're going to talk about are easily moved. Obviously, if you're talking about bigger furniture, make sure you put it where you want because it may not be as easy as moving it around. But a lot of the stuff we're going to bring up are pretty simple. So first up, let's get us up here. Hey, why am I? Oh, that's fine. I can be down there. Let me just take off the... Uh, Take off this for a minute. So thing we have are lamps. Now, inviting means to us decorative. <coughs> we have multiple kinds of lamps, uh, standing lamps, desk lamps like this. But this is one of the ones that really does have more texture to it. Um, this is number one from the, another article I read. This was lighting. Lighting is very important for multiple reasons. Obviously, you got to see what you're doing. So lighting helps you there. But you want to make it look good. And my wife did point out, this is actually one of our better textured um, lamps we have. You can tell. You can even really feel it without feeling it. It's got the ridges. Excuse me. It's got the kind of the weird pattern on it. Excuse me. And it's got the white, which looks like it was rubbed off. But I think it was purposely painted and made that way. But it doesn't matter what lighting you use. What you want to do really is twofold, at least what I've learned. Make sure you have the right amount of light. You don't want too much, um, uh, you know, uh, what do you call it? It's a really strong light that people hate. You don't want too much of that, you know, fake light because it's really not good to be using. But at the same time, you want to make sure that your light is bright enough. So the shade we have covers the light enough or it gives us space or it gives us light, but it's also not so harsh on the, uh, on the face as well. Th uh, and then on a side, it's just, you know, this is not a necessary, but it's more of a inviting thing. Pick things that you like. Pick things that are you decorative wise. If you like textures, great. If you want more smooth matte, sure. Again, you can find all sorts of lighting pretty much anywhere. It's just up to you to feel out uh, what you want to use. Now, next thing is plants. <laughs> We're gonna, I actually have a physical one here I'm gonna show you. But the first thing that I was gonna show you um, are the faux. Faux flowers, faux trees, we got one of those in a second, are great. They don't die, don't need water, so they last forever. And you can throw them in anything. This was a vase that I think we got as a wedding gift, I believe. Otherwise, I think it was something that somebody gave us as a housewarming gift. But these are tall-ish fake flowers. 
I think we got them off of Amazon probably. And you can look at the sizes. If you have a big vase, you can get longer stems. If you have a small vase, you can get shorter. But what's nice about this is that it's um, solid, so you don't see the fake uh, vine, fake stems. All you see is the flowers and the fake leaves coming out. We picked these. Um, we like sunflowers. I believe these are supposed to be imitation sunflowers, but I like the texture. If you feel the inside where the darker is, it actually feels like what a sunflower would feel like, so it's really cool. But again, pick your colors, pick your styles. Um, a lot of people, I think my grandparents, did bamboo for a while. Bamboo is very popular. Now, theirs might have been real, which means I think they had to water it, I think, but you can get the fake stuff. I also say, because very conservation savvy in our household, if you don't need to buy something, you know, again, flowers are not necessarily an endangered thing, but there's also a lot of work and effort going into it. So if you want something easier and maybe you're a little more nature conscious, go with something like this. Now, if you really want to be fun, there we go. This is our imitation Christmas tree, but we also use it for year-round decor. And this is faux. This is fake. It actually comes in two pieces, and all you do is literally just twist it together and you're done. Again, no uh, dead leaves, no uh, watering, no cleaning. It's literally just there. I mean, once in a while, we do have a, a dog that kind of sheds. So once in a while, I got to, you know, wipe off fur that might fly into it. <laughs> but otherwise, this is a great, great way to decorate your home. So if you don't want to do faux or you think faux might be a little too, nah, you know, a little too weird, you can go with the real stuff. So these are snake plants. Now the vase or the base we got was separate. We bought that online. But the snake plants you can buy. We got, I think, a set of three. And these guys are amazing. Now they do require water. However, you really only have to do it maybe every week, every two weeks, depending on what you have. We have three of these. Now what, what I like about these, and my wife does as well, is these actually help those <laughs> clean the air. So if you have allergies or, or you're, you know, you got a lot, you're sniffling a lot and you've got a lot of, you know, um, pollen or uh, dust and stuff in the house, this stuff actually helps to clean the air. Now it's not a instead of using something. So this is not one of those situations where, you know, oh, this is gonna cure all the things. No, this is going to help clean the house. You still wanna obviously keep your home clean, but because these things basically don't die, like you can do so much to them and they will stay alive, this is probably the easiest plant for someone to use. Now we just found these decor uh, uh, vases, these bases, we just liked it. The color was kind of cool. Um, on this side, we have kind of more of a uh, veining pattern, which is pretty neat. But I really, really suggest if you want real plants, but you're not really good, you know, you don't have that green thumb. I think my mom called it a brown thumb or something at some point. That's what she, she says she has. That's a really great way to go when it comes to plant life. Now, the third thing that I wanted to focus on was textures or textiles. And textiles is basically a fancy word for fabric, yarn, thread, all that good stuff. It's not just for clothes anymore, guys. But similarly to how you want to wear comfortable clothes, you want to have comfortable textiles. Now, in here, we have one. We have a bunch outside. But one thing we love are blankets. Now, this one happens to be extra um, thick. So this is one that's good to use for those cold evenings, you know, the one week that we get it here. Um, 
But these, this is, I guess, a chunky blanket. I don't know. That's a word I heard on TV used before. So this is more. Now, this is one I think my wife had before. So she brought it with her, obviously. Um, we also have some themed ones. We have a minion blanket that I got her as a gift <laughs> in our living room. And we have a Sylveon blanket because, you know. So that's one of our favorite textures or textiles. But you can do all sorts of things. If you notice from the article we read, they talked about pillows. We have those as well. I would say not to overflow it because obviously you want to have a place to sit. You want to have a place to relax. But while you're there, you probably want a pillow or two. I think we have, you know, one on our walking chair. We have a couple um, in on one of our couches, I think. I don't know why I'm pointing because it's not going to make sense to you. Also, these are not the right angles. Um, but pillows are another thing we love as well. So three ways to make it inviting that are pretty super easy and cheap. So again, textures or textiles, anything soft, anything, you know, it doesn't have to be soft, woods, uh, metals, anything that has a, a thing to it, a glow, a shine to it. Plants, whether they're fake or real, like our friend the snake plant here, and lighting. Um, again, we have, you know, I have my lamp, my fan light, but also we have a lamp in here as well. So what do you guys think? Are these things that you guys do at home already or things that you could do? Again, you don't have to spend much and a lot of the stuff you might already have, it's just a way of repurposing them and repurposing them in a way to make them more inviting. That's the goal here, guys, inviting. Looks like we have, oh, Brisby, you're back. I'm guessing that's a yes to agreeable, hopefully. Glad you're enjoying it. Thank you. Do you do anything in your home with plants, lights, or uh, textures? Let me know. Anybody's watching live, I appreciate it. Thank you so much for popping on. If you're joining us on replay, also as well, same thing. If you're while you're there, hit us up on YouTube and Twitch as Brisby has. I believe uh, you've subscribed, so thank you. And you'll be notified when we go live again. As I mentioned later today, we're going to talk soda. Not just any soda, but we're going to talk about why one soda brand failed and what that really meant, means and continues to mean for, <clears throat> excuse me, for the future. Really quick, he said, I love using hexagonal lights and small succulents to accent walls. Succulents are great, by the way. If you don't want the snake plant and you want something a little much easier to use, succulents are amazing. Super hard to kill, guys. Like these guys can live in the desert. And hexagonal and any other geometric shape as far as lighting or uh, storage is great. That's some good stuff there, Brisby. Thank you so much for sharing that with us. All right, guys, we'll be back later. Until then, as always, thank you so much for watching and stay curious.